Hey everybody, here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. What's going on, Packers family? Welcome back to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at NFL. But that's secondary right now because what I really want you to do is go out and follow at Tom Grassi Comedy. If you have not been following Tom and his journey, 30 stadiums in 30 days, raising money for St. Jude, it has been incredible. Tom's been a great supporter of the show. He's been on here in the past. Hopefully we can get him on once this is all uh, over with so he can kind of go through his journey. Just was on the Pat McAfee show. Like it has been insane. So huge shout out to Tom. If you haven't yet had the opportunity to donate, uh, definitely try to do so if you are within your means to do so. Uh, If not, just go follow him, support him, retweet his stuff because uh, he is calling what he he is doing, what he calls some chaotic good in the world. And uh, you just love to see it. I've had the opportunity to uh, meet Tom on a couple different occasions and just as genuine as it gets. So uh, follow him, support him and do anything you can to support St. Jude along the way as well. So awesome work, Tom. You're just absolutely killing it. As I mentioned on Twitter, um, it is uh, definitely something that uh, I've been keeping a very close eye on, and uh, I'm super proud of you, and uh, certainly you are doing a ton of work that is, in my opinion, something that I continue to look up to and uh, hope to aspire to at one point as well. So con- you know, congratulations on your success so far and continued luck in the next, what, 15, 16 days, whatever is left. Just keep killing it, man. But again, if you haven't had a chance to check that out yet, make sure to do so. That brings me to my main topic for today, and that is going to be as Tom Grassi has lived up to the hype on his tour so far, we're going to be talking over, you know, talking about some Packers who I think are going to live up to the hype in 2023. Listen, this is a young team with a lot of talent, and there are a lot of players that are getting a lot of buzz. We've got Romeo Dobbs making a big second-year jump, and Luke Musgrave looks amazing. What's Jordan Love going to be? Is he going to be the next big quarterback following in Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre's footsteps? Is Keyshawn Nixon going to be an All-Pro again? Can Devondre Campbell bounce back and be a All-Pro again like he was a couple seasons ago? Is Quay Walker going to make that big jump in year two? Jaden Reed, there's a ton of excitement for, and the list goes on and on and on, and there is a ton of hope and excitement for a lot of 
of players on this roster. Some of that will come to fruition. Some will pitter out a little bit and will end up just kind of being fine, good, or as expected. Others will, you know, just hit a wall and just not perform as we expected them to. And that will be unfortunate, but we'll get through it. And then we'll get excited for a brand new group of players next year. And the cycle will continue forever and ever. But what I want to do today is label the five players that I think are unequivocally going to live up to the hype in 2023. Some of these players I've talked about already. Some maybe I haven't. Some maybe I'm going to talk out of both ends of my mouth on. You'll see who I'm talking about in just a moment. But I want to kick things off with a player that I discussed at pretty good length, uh, what last week was it, going over his superstar status in this league, and that is Christian Watson. So not a huge surprise here. I'm not going to spend a massive amount of time because I just dedicated a whole episode to him a week ago, but I wholeheartedly believe, as you guys probably know by now, that Christian Watson is set to be a star in this league, and I think he is more than going to live up to the hype. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to put him in this episode is because I've received some questions lately as to, all right, Romeo Dobbs is tearing it up in camp, Luke Musgrave's tearing it up. I haven't heard Christian Watson's name once. Like, what is going on? Is he okay? Is he is he practicing? Is he doing anything? Christian Watson had a pretty quiet three days of OTAs that we were there. You know what? It was three days out of nine practices that they had. And while we were there, they did a lot of individual work where Christian Watson, by the way, looked fantastic, great shape, looks as fast as ever, as tall as ever, looks like the absolute freak that we've come to expect out of Christian Watson. Uh, But you know what? In team drills, just didn't get the ball thrown his way all that often. Am I super concerned about it? Not even a little bit. He is going to go out and be wide receiver one this season. He's going to have a fantastic season. You look at what he did from week 10 on, 31 catches, 523 yards, 16.9 yards per catch, and seven touchdowns. That was just from week 10 through the end of the season. He had a catch in every single game. If you would extrapolate that out through the course of an entire 17-game season, 66 catches, 1,111 yards, and 15 touchdowns is what that you know would equate out to. I think he has the ability to easily reach 1,000 yards this year. I think 66 catches is about a floor for him. 15 touchdowns might be a little bit aggressive. I think teams are going to certainly look to take him away in the red zone, but I expect a huge, huge season out of Christian Watson. This is still a dude that looks different. He's far too fast. He moves different. He makes things look easy. He's gotten better as a route runner. I just don't know how a you know mortal NFL corner can stick with that. And you know, he's just far too talented. And I'm not saying he's going to go out and have 10 catch, you know, 150 yard, three touchdown games every week. I think that's probably a little bit too, uh, you know, uh, you know, aggressive. I guess I'll say, but this is a player that I have all of the hopes for in the world that can go out and be a huge big time NFL star. And I don't know that that's necessarily going to take place in year two. I don't expect him to be a star or superstar in year two, but I expect a even better year from what we saw in the second half of a season ago. And like I said, even if he just takes what he did in the second half of the year and makes that a full season thing through 17 games, again, that's 66 catches over a thousand yards, 16.9 yards per catch and 15 touchdowns. I think we would all sign up for that right now for Christian Watson in year two. And he is more than capable of hitting those numbers this year. He is a star in the making. Some questions that he's going to have to answer, including how does that connection with Jordan Love look? And Jordan Love is going to 
to play a huge part in this as well, right? If Jordan Love struggles or just isn't a very good quarterback, that's going to limit what Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson and the rest of these weapons are going to be able to ultimately do on offense. If Jordan Love is great, guess what? That's going to make things a lot easier for Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and a lot of the stars on this offense. So that will play a huge part in this. And the other is he has to stay healthy. And we didn't see that a season ago. You know, it was kind of snake bit before the season even began. I think with a full off season, with a hopefully fully healthy 2023 season, this is a player that I expect to take a significant jump. And I very, very much believe that he's going to live up to the hype. And what I will say to end my Christian Watson talk here is I think we're going to see a better Christian Watson in 2023. And that should be a very scary thought for opposing teams when they face the Packers this upcoming season. Number two, I talked about talking out of both sides of my mouth. This is a player that I had on my most overrated players list just a week ago, which I know some of you weren't such a huge fan of. Go back and listen to the whole episode if you didn't, because I think I you know tried as best as I could to limit the um, you know hot takes on those players. But the player that I'm talking about here is Elton Jenkins. And the reason I had him on my most overrated list is just because I think people are just in the mindset that this has been like an all pro player already, that he's constantly played at a pro bowl level. And we haven't seen that partially due to injury, partially due to him coming back from the torn ACL, and just partially due to the fact that he was a very young player his first couple years in the league. And we've seen him play some extremely good football. We've seen him play at multiple positions, which I also think, by the way, has hampered him a little bit at playing at the highest of possible levels at that left guard position. But Here's why I think this year is going to be the year where Elton Jenkins completely breaks out and really becomes that left guard that I think a lot of people have expected or thought that he already was. First of all, he's coming into this season with a clean bill of health. He's already taking team snaps. There doesn't seem to be any setbacks whatsoever, and that should do him a ton of good where he doesn't have to fight that injury issue where he can focus on his play, focus on his craft, and continue to get better as a left guard. He has a full off-season program. And then the next thing is he likely stays at left guard. I don't know how much Green Bay is really going to look to move him anymore. I'm not sure how much Green Bay needs to move him anymore. David Bakhtiari is your left tackle. And if something happens there, you've got Zach Tom. Josh Myers is your center. And if something happens there, you have Zach Tom. John Runyon Jr. is your right guard. And if something happens there, you have Zach Tom. And at right tackle, you've got Yash Nyman and maybe even a starting Zach Tom. So you have a player that can be that, you know what, in, you know, if, if something happens, we can shatter the Zach Tom glass and break in case of emergency, and we can plug and play Zach Tom wherever we need to. It doesn't necessarily need to be Elton Jenkins anymore. You can just play him at left guard, the spot that he is probably best at, and then playing him next to David Bakhtiari, making them arguably the best left side of any offensive line in the NFL. That sounds really good to me. I have a feeling that sounds really good to Elton Jenkins and the Packers and Jordan Love and Aaron Jones and the rest of the offensive players as well. So if he can stay a full year at left guard and not have to move to right tackle and move to right guard and move to center and kick out to left tackle and just stick where he is, I think that is going to really serve Elton Jenkins in a very positive way as well. When I go back to last year and I said that, hey, there were some struggles that, you know, coming back from the torn ACL, 
starting at right tackle, it was a nightmare. It did not go according to plan. I think a lot of that was just recovering from injury, but now you're recovering from injury and you're playing a position that you're not familiar with. Not only are you not playing the right side or the correct side of the line that you're used to, you're now flipping to the opposite side, which is going to basically change everything up. Not only are you not playing the interior, you're now playing on the outside, which is going to switch things up. So he went from left side to right side, from guard to tackle, and from a torn ACL to playing again. That is a ton of change in a you know one fell swoop to start the season last year. So you take that away and get him back to left guard. He had one game at left guard where he struggled, then had a week off where he was a little bit banged up again, then came back at left guard for the remainder of the season and played awesome. If you take what he did from that you know, that left guard game where he played awesome again to the end of the season. And if you would extrapolate that through 17 games, he would have been by far and away my highest graded player on offense a season ago and on defense and altogether. He would have been my highest graded Green Bay Packer last season, which is nothing to sneeze at, right? So that's how well he played in the second half of the season at left guard. I think, again, being able to have that stability, stay at left guard, have the off-season program, not have to move around. I think that we're going to see that second half Elton Jenkins even better in 2023. That's why I really think he's going to live up to the hype this year. Having David Bakhtiari to his left for a full season, hopefully, fingers crossed, is going to really help him as well. I think Josh Myers is going to be better in year three than what we saw in year two. Sometimes if you have a weak link to your right or whatever side it is, you're going to hedge a little bit and you're going to kind of be keeping an eye on that side of things of like, all right, are things going bad over there? And then sometimes you lose track of your own job. So that can be a thing where if Myers plays better, which I think he will, I think that's going to help Elton out. And I think we are finally going to realize the true potential of Elton Jenkins. And this is going to be the best season of his NFL career. Number three on my list the only rookie on my list. It is Luke Isvaness. So there's Luke Musgrave, there's Lucas Van Ness. I'll explain why no Luke Musgrave in just a moment. But Lucas Van Ness, to me, already passes the eye test a million times over. Height, weight, speed, power, edge setting, run stopping, outside, inside. Yes, the pads have not been on totally understood. And we need to see how he performs with the pads on before we can get a little bit too juiced up and excited. I just don't see a world that exists in which Lucas Van Ness is not able to help in a fairly significant way in 2023. He's set to have a lot of snaps on defense, whether Rashawn Gary's ready week one or not. If Rashawn is not ready, he is going to be the starter at edge opposite Preston Smith. No question about that whatsoever. Even if Rashawn is ready, as I've talked about, I think there's a world in which Rashawn plays just some passing down snaps to begin with, or at least they limit the snaps that he probably plays. Rashawn probably gets back into the swing of things a little bit before he starts playing those 40, 50, 60 snap games again. And I think that's really going to open up Lucas Van Ness for a lot of opportunity on defense this upcoming season. He's got great versatility. He can play left side, right side, outside, inside. He's going to be used as a pass rush specialist. He's going to be used on rundowns, pass downs. It doesn't matter. He is going to be on the field. He has too much strength, too much speed, too much power to not have an impact right away. As mentioned, that opportunity is there and he just feels different. There is a it factor to him when you watch him play. I've had it already in OTAs where I'm like, all right, let's check out Lucas Van Ness. And I watch him a play and I'm like, all right, let me watch Lucas Van Ness again and again and again. And I don't want to take my eyes off of him because he's just such an exciting player to watch. There's something there. Like, I'm not going to say special yet because in order to become a special player in this league, you have to go out and show it and prove it. But it's just different. And I'm really, really excited about it. One of the best things that you can do in the NFL, one of the 
you know, surest philosophies in round one more often than not is just drafting freak athletic players that can go hunt the quarterback. More often than not, that plan turns out really well. They got a quarterback hunter, and I think he's going to have a real impact in season one in Green Bay, even as a rookie. How many snaps that is, how many sacks that is, how many pressures that is, that will remain to be seen, but he is going to have a positive impact on this Packers defense. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Number four on my list, another player that I've talked about quite a bit, but I'll bring him up here again. That's Keyshawn Nixon. We know he's an all-pro kick returner. We know he's an amazing punt returner. We know he's a core special teamer. We know he's now going to have the opportunity to start and star in that star slash nickel corner position. He is an energy player, maybe even gets a couple snaps on offense here or there. He can cover, he can run defend. And here's the big thing. He has worked so incredibly hard for this. This is not a player who was drafted. This is not a 10.00 RAS guy. This is a middle of the road athlete overall. He just continues to work at his craft and get better and better every you know, every single year. And we show he showed what he's really capable of last year. And that is what I am so excited about because I see no quit in Keyshawn Nixon. I see a player that has all the potential in the world to be as good as he wants to be. He got an opportunity to finally be a returner. What did he do with it? He became an all pro like that, right? 
He's now going to get an opportunity to be the slot defender, the corner nickel star guy, whatever you want to call it. I have a feeling he is going to take that position with the same seriousness that he took returner. And I think he's going to fly with that as well. I'm excited to see him blitzing off the edge. I'm excited to see what he can do as a cover corner. I'm excited to see what he can do as a run defender. And his energy is infectious. And this Packers defense needs that type of energy. This Packers defense, I said, for those of you who are Wisconsin sports fans, I've said for a couple of years now, this Packers defense needs their PJ Tucker. What PJ Tucker brought to the Bucks in their championship season, just that guy that's a little bit of a jerk that you hate if he's on the opposite team, that you love if he's on your team. I don't even think that Keyshawn Nixon's a jerk I, like in any capacity, but like he just has that sort of energy and that you know defensive prowess and all of it. Like he has something there that I am so excited to see in a full-time defensive back role. I think he's going to live up to the hype as well. He is in a contract year. Green Bay only gave him the one-year deal. I think he's going to go out and prove that, hey, I was not just a one-year wonder as a returner. I'm going to go out and be the guy as a returner again. Also, by the way, I'm going to be a really good slot corner as well. So I'm going to go out and get paid, paid next offseason, hopefully by Green Bay after a monster season in 2023. I think this is going to be a special season from number 25. He's flown with every, every opportunity, even with the Raiders. When they give him small opportunities to play corner, you know what he did? He played well. Like when he gets a little opportunity, he makes the most of it. And when you give him a lot of opportunity, he becomes an all pro. So do with that what you will. But I think Keyshawn Nixon's another player who is going to live up to the hype in 2023. And last but not least is Devontae Wyatt. And I'll say kind of what I said about Christian Watson as well. He's too good. He works too hard. He's too fast. He's too athletic. I guess I said this about Lucas Van Ness as well. There's just too much talent there. And you can see him start to put together a pass rush plan. You can see him start to be more physical at the point of attack. You can see him work to reset the line of scrimmage. You can see him start to play with better pad level. I want to see all of this when the pad, like actual pads come on. I should say you can see him play with better leverage since the pads aren't on quite yet. But you can see him really start to put together the technique side of things. And that is the only thing that he is missing because the talent is there, the strength, the power, the athleticism, the speed, all of that's there. He's got a great spin move. He's got a great ability to get inside, gap penetrate, get to the quarterback, get to the running back. It's he's, The effort is through the roof. He constantly is hustling, working his way down the field, rallying to the football. It's just technique. And you can tell that he has spent the offseason working on that stuff. I think he's going to be much improved. He's in line for a huge increase in snaps. And he's been very impressive in OTA so far as well. So I think that step from year one to year two is evident. He's going to get more playing time. I think we're going to see a significant jump out of number 95. And I think Packer fans are really going to take to him too because of his you know energy, his effort, and what he's going to bring to this Packers defensive line. So expecting a huge jump and a huge breakout hype year for Devontae Wyatt as well. So the five players that I think are going to live up to the hype this upcoming season, Christian Watson, Elton Jenkins, Lucas Van Ness, Keyshawn Nixon, and Devontae Wyatt. Now, couple things I want to say in closing here. That does not mean that I don't think any player outside of those are not going to live up to the hype. Jair Alexander is going to have a monster year, I think. Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones. I think Bakhtiari we're going to see play at a very David Bakhtiari-ish level once again. There's a variety of other players that I think are really, you know, really ready to take a big step. I've talked about the two players in OTAs and Luke Musgrave and Romeo Dobbs who have been living rent-free in my head. I can't stop thinking about their potential ability to make a huge splash in this Packers offense as well. So really 
excited to see what they can do. The reason they didn't make the list, Musgrave, it's so hard for tight ends and Romeo Dobbs. This is just a little bit of the time in season where we see some of the skill position players have a little bit more of an advantage without the pads and those sort of things. So I just want to see it a little bit more with Dobbs, but I think you know, whatever hype there is, I'm not sure, but I think he's going to have a really great season in 2023 as well. And then the the big question I'm sure a lot of people are asking are like, what about Jordan Love? And I'll tell you, I have no idea. I have no idea. If you tell me Jordan Love came out and ended up having like a top 10 quarterback season this year. Yeah, I could see it. If you told me he was a bottom five starting quarterback this year, I could see that happen as well. If you told me anything in between, I would believe that as well. I just, until we see it, I don't think Jordan knows. I don't think his agent knows. I don't think his mom knows. I don't think the Packers know. I don't think LaFleur knows. I don't think anyone knows exactly what Jordan Love is going to be until we see it for a full season, until we see defenses scheme for Jordan Love and throw the kitchen sink at him and see how he responds to it. I think we're just going to have to take a wait and see approach. So your guess is as good as mine. And if I knew I would be in Vegas right now, making some pretty aggressive bets one way or the other on the Packers season and on Jordan's stat line. But I, I just don't know what to expect from Jordan. I'm excited. I can't wait to see. It's a beautiful mystery that I think makes this season so incredibly exciting with all of these young players, but I just have no idea. So I don't have a great feel for it one way or the other. Like I said, I think that's what makes this season so fun is because a lot of the season is going to be dependent on love. And we, it's just a, it's an insane mystery box. We have no idea what we're going to get. It's just going to make it really interesting. So that's my reasoning. Once again, just to recap, Christian Watson, Elton Jenkins, Lucas Van Ness, Keyshawn Nixon, and Devontae Wyatt, my five players who I think are going to live up to the hype that they've been given this upcoming season. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll be right back here tomorrow. By the way, have a big announcement coming up soon. So keep an eye out for that. Might be uh, today as you're listening to this as well. Might announce it on Tuesday. But if so, I will uh, bring it to your attention again on Wednesday in tomorrow's episode. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. I think you're going to enjoy the news coming out. But until next time, and as always, go Paco. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.